Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe. Hey, good morning, my friend. You're looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning. Don't say it. It's not next month yet. You don't have to I'm not going gush. To. <laughs> Welcome on board, everybody. I don't everybody. do gushing where you're concerned. <laughs> Welcome on board, I everybody. I drag it out of me. <laughs> it is the WKOK live telephone talk show on the mark. We'd love to hear from you today. Oh, a couple of things we can talk talk about. Uh, we have the big debate tonight between Mamet Oz and John Fetterman. That's uh, kind of been talk of top of the mind of people. Uh, I guess some controversy associated with the um, uh, the uh, Sunbury City Ordinance that, uh, I, I remember this was enacted several years ago. Now they're going to try to get uh, it uh, enacted and start enforcement. No, it is enacted. They're just going to enforce it. Well, I guess so, but uh, trying to really get step up the action that's associated with this. So that's happening in Sunbury. Maybe you have some thoughts about that. Or maybe there's something else we would not even think of. Uh, all right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, you can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. All right. So we would like to hear from you today. 1-800-795-9565. See Rob, our good uh, a fabulous producer over there, and uh, he's uh, ready to go. Stan, aren't we expecting a CBS call? Uh, we had hoped for one, but I don't think we we never got our confirmations on oh, that, so okay. we don't have that oh, yet. Too bad. Stan. Good morning. Okay, it's uh, a miracle. Huh? It's, it's a miracle. A miracle. <laughs> our computer's so, one so step so behind. Our computer said you were Roxanne. Oh, uh, no, 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 not that, not yet. You know, but I haven't made that choice yet. I haven't come out, so it could happen tomorrow. So your uh, preferred pronouns are she and her? No, still him and them and okay. me and my and whatever. Fair enough. Anyways, uh, so tonight's the big debate between Oz and Fetterman. What kind of accommodations are given Fetterman because he can't process words through his ears? Uh, well, they're giving him closed captioning. So he can okay. See the now, Mike, Mike, okay, Joe, I, I got that. Now, my question is, are they going to put the closed captioning up on a big screen to make sure that he's not being fed answers by his handlers? That's a very good question. Uh, there was some concern about that when the interview he gave to uh, one of the news media where he had to have, I think it was uh, Penn Live with their editorial board, where he had to have a uh, closed-circuit TV, and it was no, there was no way of telling what, what he was seeing there. <laughs> Well, and right, I think, and, uh, and, and that should happen. There's, we have the technology that they can uh, uh, put that up there on, and project that information on a screen so that everybody there and everybody on television can see exactly what he's being told, not just the words coming from the moderator and Oz, but from his handlers. And that's, that's going to be the key, because if he's being fed answers from his handlers, then it will not be a fair debate, will it? 
Well, and I think that it, it, that is true. There's no argument about that. But that was also one of Fetterman's offered concessions that if he needed an earpiece, but maybe no, that you would mean extend. Oz's concessions that he agreed to. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, That's one of the Fetter one of the uh, Fetterman concessions that was offered by Oz was that he could have some outside help uh, and also have medical personnel standing by. Right. <laughs> but uh, in any event, uh, you know, Oz had offered that if he needed some assistance coming up with some of his. Uh, thoughts that he could have an earpiece from his handlers too. Oz just wants a free and open opportunity to enjoy him for lunch. He'll let him prepare or do whatever well, you, he wants. Have you in seen front of the uh, the um, uh, news release Fetterman's people put out? You know they always no. say you should try to lower expectations before a debate. But basically they said John Fetterman's absolutely no match for Dr. Oz, who's been on TV for two thousand episodes of a show, <laughs> who's very smooth. No, you I know, didn't see and, that. Yeah, and that oh my God. Fetterman couldn't possibly. Why should Oz even show up? (laughs) And if that, no, why should Fetterman show up? (laughs) Because Oz would just eat him for lunch. Lower expectations. I never had high expectations for Fetterman to start with, so that won't be an issue. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'm just just saying. uh, So that you know, that being said, that time will tell what happens tonight, whether or not you know it's a thorough setup, you know, against Oz or not. But the other thing. Now, this day nothing to do with Fetterman, although Fetterman probably supports it. The other day, I'm not sure when, was the end of last week or beginning of this week, Biden met with a 22-year-old trans guy that says he's a woman, okay? And Biden proceeded to say that he thinks it should be against the law that states can block doctors from using puberty blockers and and. and transitioning drugs and all that stuff against kids i'm sorry but the mutilation of these kids has to stop all right and puberty blockers they're chemically castrating the boys they're doing what and and giving ungodly amounts of testosterone to, to the girls changing them forever and when they decide when they reach a certain age and decide well i screwed up and made a mistake they can't go back, especially the boys. You lop it off, there's no coming back from that. The girls, they can get reconstructive surgery. It's never the same, but it's wrong. And these people, the highest level in the country, office in the country is pushing this stuff. We got problems. Well, fortunately, highly informed people elsewhere are making the decisions on this. They don't actually rely on highly informed. Mark, they don't highly. actually rely on conservatives in Danville to make medical decisions. Highly they use informed. doctors and they use the information that they receive from their counselors and the people. But I'm sure they highly appreciate about what. I'm what are sure they highly informed about? Well, if do you understand transgender science well, or what's you, happening? You're saying here? they're highly informed. I'm asking you where they got this high information that the rest of us don't appear to be privy to. Well, I don't know. Where do doctors get their information? Joe, think for a minute. And what doctors are what doctors are advocating this? Where does a doctor get their information? What First, answer the are question. What doctors advocating this? They right. get them Never from mind. medical school. Never mind. Well, let's stand. Go, stand. Go right ahead. You can wrap up. Highly informed. Okay, so mutilating kids that are three, four, five, six years old is highly informed. I have a real problem with that, Mark. And and over in in, in Europe. Britain especially, they've come to the realization that this is wrong, and they have the national health uh, whatever it's called, the system and they've stopped doing this to the little kids because one reason is there's no money for the pharmaceuticals, but in this country there's money in it for the pharmaceutical companies and the doctors who push this crap upon the kids it's wrong, and once you turn 18, hey, 
you're an adult, you can do whatever you want. But to do this on little kids is just evil and wrong. I don't give a crap. Nobody has further information, highly informed. I don't care. They're wrong and they're destroying people's lives. Well, the less you know, the better. Try to keep it that way. Stan, oh, no, the less I know, Mark. Strongly. You'll always feel strongly about this if you know nothing about it. Mental health. This is a mental problem. It's a gotcha. mental problem. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank so you, you for All right, checking. and it needs to be taken care of that way. Thank uh, you, you, sir. I think you missed Mark saying you know nothing about this. Do you know anything oh, about oh, it? Oh, that is. Yeah, I know. I know nothing about it, okay? I, I, I know absolutely nothing about it. You're right. I, I'm not a doctor, but neither are you, Mark. And I'm sorry, these kids that change their mind, go online and watch the detransitioning videos of these kids. They're, they're ruined, okay? The girls that decide, I don't want to be a man anymore, they can't ever go back and have children because it's ruining them. Is that what we want for society? Is that where we're headed? You can't do it through abortion, so we're going to transition everybody to, to lessen the population. Is that what it's, what it's going to take? Because men can't be women. And women can't be men, and men can't get pregnant, plain and simple. That's my rant for the day. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate your call. Thanks. we, we got to get the word out. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Eric is the next angry man. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Okay. So we're going to call Stan an angry caller like you called me yesterday, or we're just going to let that go? Well, I just said he here's the an next angry man. angry man. That would imply the previous <laughs> caller was angry. I know you're angry, so here we go. I find it. I find it. Uh, uh, I'm not angry. I'm. 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 I'm sad this morning. Uh, you're, you're I'm surprised Stan didn't bring us up, but I, I guess he knows he doesn't have a defensible position. Uh, we had another mass shooting yesterday in the school. What? Uh, Where? It was uh, St. Louis, huh? wasn't it? St. Louis. St. Louis. What? St. Louis. Yes. Well, it's not even in the news. Yes, it's it become yes, so sir, routine. It, is. it oh my was God. in the news. Come on, Mark, wake up. <laughs> okay. It's been all over the news. Fully awake. Uh, he knows nothing about rifle, it. Mass mag, <laughs> you know, uh, it didn't say assault style, but I'm, you know, we're going to know about weapons. It's, there were uh, 12 uh, 30-round magazines on the uh, 19-year-old. Again, um, someone under 21 with a weapon they should never have. Um, and, and, of course, Stan didn't want to talk about that. He wants to talk about the mutilation of kids. Well, how about this, Stan? How about uh, your position <laughs> allowing, uh, you know, kids to have guns and kill other kids? Okay? And it's happened time and time again. And every single one of the school shootings since the beginning of the year has been by a student, a former student under age 21, with, and I believe I'm correct on this, a legally obtained or able to legally obtain uh, weapon. Well, they said it was, a, a long, it was a long gun, which implies a hunting rifle to me. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but that's what the well, news Well, I don't know was. any hunting rifle, uh, Joe, where you can put a 30-round magazine into it. I mean, uh, so so we, we, you think that it was just a, a regular bolt action 30-odd six like we use for hunting? No, I, like I, that heard, hunting I, heard the, I heard the clip, too, but they, I'm telling you, I heard it described as a long rifle. Okay. So, okay, so we'll, do, we'll disagree on that. But again, it, it's uh, <laughs> we know it's a 19-year-old former student who went back to the school. There were six. Um, Let me ask you this question, officers. if I may, Eric. If 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 sure. that student wasn't mentally deranged or didn't have some kind of issue, would the gun have gone into the school and shot anybody on its own? No, but the fact of the matter is that we have kids with with problems, and as long as we make it easy and legal for them to obtain weapons to do these things. We are going to help facilitate it. Last night, the Midwest School District voted unanimously to put armed guards into Midwest. 
this is a situation we're in. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Under the current circumstances, with the laws in Pennsylvania, yeah, maybe we better give those those uh, those uh, you know um, police officers you know have them carry around uh, these long rifles too, because uh, the argument is you know you have to have uh, power to overcome power. So maybe we need to actually just have them have uh, assault-style weapons at their ready to combat the assault-style weapons that are being used to perpetrate these crimes. What's it going to take? I mean, we've been blessed. We've been blessed here in central Pennsylvania. We haven't had such an incident. Some close ones. We've we've heard the news about kids taking guns to school. Okay, we haven't had one yet. But I fear, I fear for my grandkids who we drop off at school every morning, and you see them walking into school. and, And the argument today out in St. Louis is, well, how'd the kid get in when there was, you know, seven? Well, it's going to happen because you can't, the schools aren't prisons, you know? No, but they do. do It's to try to lower the risk of of them getting the weapons, and that is to bring back the ban we had in place for 20 years, you know, which is voted upon by by the uh, House of Representatives, defeated by the Senate, or uh, they didn't bring it up because of the filibuster. But when, you know, Sam was talking about their you know, kids getting mutilated and so forth, how about kids killing other kids? But, Eric, here's the problem. They, they, they didn't announce how the guy got in. And that's a concern because apparently they had everything in place to keep someone like that out of the school. They had locked Thank doors. You, they you're had making metal, my argument for me. They There's had metal no way detectors. to lock down a school. Well, but I mean, then what? Why even put Midwest in there? If you're saying that there's nothing we can do except take guns away from people, I'm saying we what can I'm do something about the mental the health. The situation has demanded that Midwest have armed guards. To to and what happened in this case, and what what would, would hopefully happen here, that the armed guards take out the perpetrator as soon as possible after, so that the number of people killed is less, and that's what happened out in St. Louis. Right. That is exactly what happened in St. Louis. Okay. Well, why don't we try to minimize the risk by making sure that these kids can't have these easily obtained, legally obtained these weapons, which, you know, let's say here in Pennsylvania, you can't use them for anything except plinking. You can't use them for hunting. The only reason to have them is to so someone can go out and enjoy and shoot shoot a bunch of rounds, which most people can't afford to do anyhow because of the cost of the ammunition. Oh, no. Am- <laughs> Ammo's coming back down. <laughs> you could buy a thousand <laughs> rounds for, uh, well, much less money than Wait, before. Would, Mark, Mark, or, uh, would you tell me where I can find some 30 30 rounds or have anyone call in? Because I'm trying to find some for hunting and I can't find any at a reasonable price. Mm, I don't know. Check geysers or yeah, I don't, you don't know because, or little you know, sportsman shop. Did okay. you call them? But again, it, to me, and I understand the, the you know, the, the, uh, discussion about uh, rights to bear arms and everything, I put the uh, right for a child to have a safe and fear-free environment in our public schools ahead of the right for under 21 to be able to get an assault-style rifle and be able to plink once in a while if they can afford the ammunition. Right. Plinking, I'm putting my kids target, ahead. And, and I'm, I'm willing to compromise. I know we're not going to get it for over 21s. But if our kids under 21 can't own a handgun and can't purchase a handgun, why, in the name of heaven, are we allowing them to have these weapons, which are being used time and time again to kill other kids in schools? Well, how old was the perpetrator? 19. 19. Mm, okay. 19. Legally purchased gun, you and again, say? And again, this comes to you from a person whose okay. kids, whose nephew and nieces went to, went to that school down in Coral Springs, Florida. Gotcha. So, yeah, okay. it gets close to me. It's close to me. Thank you. All I appreciate right. it. I'm Thank trying you, to be sir. calm Thanks, this Eric. morning, but because I'm very sad. Because this is 
situation. So, yes, yeah, so we're going to try to protect Midwest, and I agree, protect kids as much as we can. But, again, what St. Louis tells us is they're going to find a way to get in because schools are not prisons, you know? Okay. We don't want them to be prisons. Thank you very much. Thank All you. Right. Well, the NRA says you can harden schools, so that doesn't necessarily make it a prison. Just super sturdy doors, lots of good security, metal detectors, uh, fenced areas outside the school so people can't jump it, and you'll have a good good school. Shall good, we electrify the good, fence? safe school. I think the top should be barbed wire. Razor sharp? Uh, absolutely. Why not? Right. Is that too much to protect your kids? No, I think okay, there's a better, well, way to, the, better way to do it, but, you know, okay, I, I think well, that does make that. the school look Joe's like got a better way. Jim from Ashland's got an idea, and Stan needs a minute. We're going to do all that in a minute. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back. We're going to do Stan first. He only wants a minute, and that'll give us continuity. And then, Jim, Stan, the clock is ticking. Eric's wrong, period. <laughs> now, I don't want anybody killed. I don't want anybody mutilated. That's the facts, okay? That's consistent with so, the previous call. People with mental issues need to have their mental issues taken care of. And when they break the law, they need to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. But taking other people's freedoms because you don't like what somebody does is wrong also, Eric. That's what I got to say. All right? Take out the... If the people cause problems, take it out. Now, I didn't catch the very first part of his call. Who was he talking about had so many magazines? Blah, the, blah, blah. The guy in St. The 19-year-old in St. Louis who shot two... Killed two people, a teacher yeah, and a what, student. A dozen, 30-round magazines? Yeah, had quite a oh, few magazines right. on him. <laughs> Okay. How, how many issues did he have in school that he's never taken care of? How many crimes did he commit before that? What kind of problems were going on? You know, the person, the guy in Florida, Cruz, he had all kinds of issues. Met with the cops, were at his place multiple times. I think they set up to around 40, right, and nothing well, yeah, was done. So until the this. system is, does its job, this won't end. All right. Thank okay. you so much, sir. Much appreciated. Have a good one. Right, you, right, too. Yep, you too. Uh, on to Jim. Go ahead, sir. Good Come morning. My, my elderly friend uh, used to go to high school with this twenty two rifle. They had a shooting team. And imagine <laughs> a bus full of 10 people with twenty two rifles. There was never an incident. Why? Because we were raised to have standards and, and principles and values. The other thing was that my generation and his generation, we had a drug problem. We were drugged to church. We were drugged to go out <laughs> hunting and fishing on a day like today. We were drugged to, to, to you know places we didn't want to go, but we went 
because their parents that's told us we're going. That's a drug problem. I love that. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's... No, you're right, you're right, you're they right. They don't... Dr- oh, Johnny, we're going to church. Oh, do I have to? Yes, you have to. You know, and that's the problem, that parents give in. The other thing is, like this prior caller said, the mental illness. We're not dealing with people because it costs money. And the Democrats are always looking to spend money to buy votes, but not to take care of people. Mental health is really a problem in America, and we're not addressing it, and we're not... There's there's a lack of a process. People let things slide on, on the administrative levels in schools and also in the court system. And until we fix those things, it's a gun is a tool. It, it could sit in a drawer for 100 years and never be a problem. It's the, the person and the intent of their heart. So I'll right. let somebody else get on. Oh, Have you're, a good day. you're absolutely right, Jim. Thanks for calling. Appreciate your call. But do we want those kind yep. of weapons readily available? You know, uh, Eric had talked about the oh, idea no. that AR-15s are readily available to a 19-year-old. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't own an AR-15, and I don't think I ever will. But uh, it's just a gun. I mean, you could you could take out a lot of people with a shotgun, you know, uh, an awful lot of people, especially in the classroom. So uh, you could kill people with a pencil, you know, or, or a fork or, I mean, any kind of device, a screwdriver. It doesn't, a gun is just a tool. It's a faster way of doing it, gotcha. but it's just a tool. It's the intent of the person and their what's in their heart, and we need to fix that. And you guys have a good day. You too, Jim. Right, Thanks for calling. You, Jim. Thanks for calling. All right. He's got a good point. I mean, we don't know what, uh, and, and Eric, I'm sorry, Stan has a good point too. We don't know at this point what that young man, 19-year-old, who was shot in a gunfire, a gunfight with the police and killed, we don't know what, what his motivation was. We don't know what he endured. You know, We right. don't know whether the people that he shot were targeted or whether they were just um, targets of opportunity. We don't well, know we, those really, things. Really, this is barely even in the news today. Most of the top stories in, in the U.S. today are about Fetterman and us debating well, tonight. Actually, it was covered it, well on Gordon Deal this morning. Well, and it was covered yesterday. I think it was in the news, but it's not the top story today. And it's because we've, we're accustomed to it. We're used to it. We know this is the price you pay if you're not going to address mental health issues you know, to the nth degree. If you're not going to enact some common sense regulations on guns that might make us safer. Uh, if you're not going to harden schools. What would have made this safer? What Common sense gun law would have changed the outcome in St. Louis. I couldn't even tell you the first thing. I couldn't even tell you the first thing about it, other than a long gun was used and he had magazines, so it must have been. An so do AR we ban magazines? Do you would you support banning magazines? Do you support banning assault weapons? I do not personally support that, but I know there are many people who do say magazine limits is a good idea. There are so many big magazines already out in the world. Okay. It'd be like banning air. But he had, he had apparent quite a few magazines holding 30 bullets. Mm-hmm. He didn't get to use them all because the police shot him dead. Well, I think his gun jammed, too, at some point. I caught Did that it? at I the bottom hear that. of the CBS. I didn't hear that story. I've just heard a few C- CBS. But in any event, the bottom line is is that we're not going to do anything. We're going to have this big argument on On the Mark the next day, and guess what we're going to do tomorrow? Nothing. Nothing! But we're all saying some. <laughs> we need some common sense legislation. I love the NRA's. Well, what is it? I love the NRA's favorite line after these shootings there. 
we're not there yet. We haven't had enough. We haven't killed enough school kids yet to change gun laws. If and when we they kill... They actually un- say that? We're yes, not there yet? No, they said that after, I think, the shooting at Uvalde. You know, people said, okay, let's get more guns. And one of their responses was, you know, the gun doesn't do anything. It's a mental health issue. And we're not to the threshold yet where we have to ban full, you know, big magazines or ARs or things like that. We're not there yet. We haven't killed enough kids yet. And I agree with them. We haven't. We're not going to do anything. How many kids do we need to kill? Well, I would think there would have to be school shootings everywhere for people to finally take action. I mean, they have to be so common that there is one in every neighborhood or or one in every district or something. And then people would probably want to take it seriously. But I don't think anybody, nothing's going to change. We did enact some additional gun laws earlier in the year. That'll be all we'll get. I'd be happy to take it seriously, but I just don't see a solution involving the guns. Unless you ban them all, and that's not fair to people who use them. The overwhelming majority of people use them responsibly. Eric needs to plink. Well, I don't know whether he's. I don't know what plinking is. Oh, really? Plinking is shooting at cans or uh, small targets outside. Target shooting just for fun. Generally done with a twenty-two, but could be done with. You don't plink with a okay, thirty-eight well, six. <laughs> but there's target shooting. There's collecting. There's hunting. Uh, there's protection. There's a lot of good reasons to own a lot of good guns, and and nobody's going to take any of those away in this country. But you, as an individual, don't we have some obligation to? determine whether or not you're mentally capable of operating this gun in a safe manner without harming anyone else. We already have a pretty big background check system for buying. We don't have universal background checks. Well, no. I don't know if that's a factor in anything. How many of these guns would have been uh, either inherited or handed down to family members? I have 9.02 on the clock. Are we in the middle of the news? The bumper music's going to start in 8... Seven, Seven, six, six okay. five, <laughs> okay. four, Well, the clock at the bottom three, of the screen is wrong. Two, it says it's 902. I don't hear anything. Oh, there it is. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll continue this on the other side of the news. Would that be fair? <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. talk about Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. Well, I love your clipping about the view. Ted Cruz has the view yes. for lunch. We're no, gonna... he really did eat them for lunch. We're going to have to talk about that coming up. Thank you, Rob Center, our fabulous producer, who is uh, taking good care of minor glitches, so we are always grateful for that. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Right on. Fine local conservative, natural born listener, Fox viewer, uh, breakfast. What's that morning show on MSNBC? Morning, Joe. Good morning, Joe. Watcher and uh, CNN Morning Watcher. Actually, also. As someone refers to it as MSDNC. <laughs> okay, yeah, they've they've kind of relinquished their object. This is who we are. That's what All they right. say. Okay, yeah, they've relinquished. We don't have any trouble identifying who they are. Well, and Fox has any more objective news? Do they still have newscasts that yes, are objective? Yes, quite a okay. few. And All right. One of the best shows on TV is Media Buzz on Sunday mornings with Howie Kurtz. <laughs> that is not objective. Yes, it is. Well, it's a misogynist, uh, right-leaning show oh, if there ever was one. Oh, for heaven's sake, you're out of your mind. You just can't recognize <laughs> it because <laughs> you're part of it, probably. You're a tool of the establishment. You know that. Um, 
I think that's true. Remember Malcolm Forbes used to talk about that, that he was just a capitalist tool. Right. He uh, had a news conference once when he was launching something news, and he invited us, and he uh, gave all the reporters neckties that had the words, really tiny print up and down. It said, capitalist tool. <laughs> so, Do you have one of those? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I did not discard it. Are you kidding? It's a collectible. Well, I would think it is. All right. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Their transportation tools down there. You could use them to make sure that your vehicle needs are met. They would just love to super serve you in whatever way they can at the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, they got a couple of ways to do that. One, they got brand new Fords, tons of them in stock, Hyundais and Kias. You can also order up a vehicle, same as you always could, because they got allotments at the Sunbury Motor Company, which means they got a place in line in Detroit and in uh, Arizona and in the other factory areas, making sure that they're ready to go. They got a, what, 1,200 people working at one factory in Tennessee making the lightning trucks. They got Hyundais and Kias, too, and they got opportunities to make sure that you're super served at the Sunbury Motor Company. They got the quick lane on North 4th Street in some place, Sunbury, in case you got a blinker that's not blinking or a muffler that's not muffling. They'll make sure that uh, you get well taken care of in case you got a spark plug that's not sparking. They'll fix that. They got nitrogen to pump you up. They got a body shop, alignment shop, and all kinds of shops down there. They also have a few vacancies in some of these places. If you're interested in a career change or you're an experienced technician or a first-time job, go to sunburymotors.com. They will hook you up. Sunbury Motor Company has been uh, selling uh, new Hyundais and Kias and Fords for 100 years or so. Well, they didn't sell any Kias uh, for the first uh, 80 years, but now they do. One of the vehicles they have down there is the Kia Carnival. It's over on Routes 11 and 15. <laughs> it implies that it's a lot of fun, and that's true, but it is a minivan. It's basically, you remember the Sedona minivan, Joe, like that one, but this is upgraded in terms of safety and uh, Wi-Fi throughout, so it's got three rows of comfortable seats and basically 20 miles to the gallon or so, something in that range. You can you can get it into 30 miles per gallon if you take it easy. If you would ease up a little bit, Joe, on the gas, I don't think you're nah, going to do that. No, no, no I don't think no. that's going to happen. But you can, it does come with a V6, with turbocharged V6, so you'll be able to burn front tire rubber in a fast way. There's also all-wheel drive versions, and it's got every electronic doodad you could ever want, and of course, forward cross-track warning, got automatic... Got accoutrements in there? It does have a few accoutrements for the does kids it? in the back. There's okay. no accoutrements for you. That's all you need oh, is another distraction. <laughs> but Kia Carnival, Kia dealership, go over there and check them out. Jason and Chris and Tony and Alphonse and Ernie and Austin and Jeff would love to super serve you at the Sunbury Motor Company, our sponsor. Alright, wide open toll-free lines. We talked a little bit earlier about a shooting that took place in St. Louis and a long gun was used, which would probably imply some sort of a rifle, and the individual was carrying a dozen 30-round magazines, according to some of the early reports that came out of there, so probably an AR-15 type gun. Uh, we are having our uh, basically monthly conversation about school shootings. Should we do something about mental health? Of course, the answer is no. Should we do something about gun laws? Of course, the answer is no. But maybe you have a new idea or you want to weigh in on this topic, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Yes, two individuals have emailed us already, and so we'll read those emails on the air. Stan also had a point today about individuals who are transgender or about uh, transition surgery happening on four-year-olds, which uh, he found 
to be abhorrent and should not be permitted. What are the facts associated with that case? You want to inform us on that? We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. So very brief news headlines here. WHTM reporting that they are proud to be hosting the Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Mamet Oz tonight for their only scheduled debate for the U.S. Senate race. It's an exclusive one-hour Nextar production from the ABC 27 studio in Harrisburg and can be watched in each of Pennsylvania's 67 counties. They have it on a dozen TV stations that they own and some other folks are joining on board and some out-of-state TV stations as well. Uh, I believe you said, what, MSNBC is going to watch it? No, I, I'm not familiar with that, and I don't believe I said anything of the sort. I think you said somebody, big network's going to be broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it was my lovely bride. I think it must have been I got you bride. and her mixed up. <laughs> WHTM TV. That's sad. And, <laughs> well, where work ends and home begins, it's a blurry line. Uh, WHTM TV in Harrisburg, WBRE TV in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, WYOU TV in Scranton, WTAJ in Johnstown might be the, well, they also have an affiliate in State College, so you might be able to pick up them if you're not already. Service Electric Cable Vision certainly going to carry them tonight. Dennis Owens, you know who that is, Joe? Yes, the I WHTM do. guy? Mm-hmm. A very good political reporter. Yes, he is. The very personification of objectivity when it comes to political coverage. And WPXI anchor Lisa Sylvester, we've been watching her for 20 years. She used to be a fill-in anchor at CNN. I wouldn't so 20 years might be too long, but uh, you know, between segments of the regular Wolf Blitzer pieces. She was one of the bridge anchors they had there. Now she's at WPXI in in uh, Pittsburgh. I think they're an NBC affiliate in Pittsburgh. A for-profit. WPXI's Channel 11 it is. Okay. They're a for-profit NBC affiliate there. Sunbury City Council looking for ways to crack down on the number of drug dealers and violent renters. Mayor Josh Brocious says they hope to start enacting an ordinance and ordinance. The ordinance isn't anything new. It's just a matter of starting back to enforce it. It was enacted, I believe, eight years ago, and now it's just coming back to light again. We just added a few things to it. Council intends to vote on the ordinance at their next council meeting. The details about that at WKOK.com. And let's see. Thanks to Joe Biden, prices at the pump are going down in Pennsylvania. Ah. <laughs> I'm just seeing if you're paying attention. I'm paying attention All everywhere. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Them's fighting words where I come from. <laughs> well, actually, gasoline prices are down globally because refineries are up to full speed. And demand is being curtailed because of the high prices earlier. And we're learning to adjust to the Vladimir Putin pipeline explosion. Incidentally, uh, you know that Biden's no longer our president. He again yesterday referred to President Harris. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, so he's demented. Are we ready for uh, what, Act 25 or 25th Amendment? I yet? think it's past time. Oh, we past time. we at All least right. take a look at it. All right. We got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Gas Buddy says gas prices are going down. Since early voting started in Arizona, there have been reports of voter intimidation sightings of people watching ballot boxes, recording voters as they drop their ballots off. Some of these watchers have been reported to be armed. Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Penzone gave an update on election security. Oh, we don't have that coming.
shortcut. Sorry, I never loaded it in. Uh, he says it's absurd to think that any individual can go to a voting box and drop their ballot, that you can't go to a polling site and not be harassed, that you can't just cast your vote and, at the conclusion, seen enough confidence that the outcomes are just. So if I stand at a polling place and I happen to be carrying a legally owned firearm, exposed, not hidden, I'm intimidating you? Well, there were reports of people dressed in tactical gear, carrying guns, approaching voters at the drop boxes. Okay, if they're approaching them, that's wrong. Right, but again, this is one sentence from CBS. Who knows what's really happening out there? Uh, the uh, individuals who were quoted in the newspapers out there say they are there to protect everybody's right to vote. CBS, home of original reporting, we make this stuff right. up. Right, if okay. news doesn't wait to happen, so we make it up. That's their new tagline. All right. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Eric, you get... Uh, just one more minute in response to Stan's. One more minute. <laughs> yeah, which was two minutes, but then who's counting? It uh, was can I never debate? two minutes. Uh, I'm predicting I'll, I'll pull, a, uh, pull a President Trump and saying, you know, uh, the, uh, the candidates will attack each other and so forth. Mr. Oz will come off great because he's a professional on television. Uh, I saw the debate with uh, with Fetterman uh, for during the primary. He does not debate well, uh, but the facts are going to be the facts. The facts are that Mr. Fetterman has been in service to Pennsylvania his whole life, and the facts are blah, that Mr. Blah, Oz blah. was on television and lived in New Jersey until uh, until the seat came open. So, no matter what happens with the debate, those are the facts. The facts are still that that Mr. Uh, Doctor Oz, excuse me, Joe, Doctor Oz, still is a citizen of a foreign country and has no, it, and at this time has still not. Uh, you realize that. he was born in Cleveland. I mean, does that make any difference and to you? And you realize then that it, that makes it even worse that he actually took it upon himself to to apply for citizenship in a foreign country. I think he was and granted. And he wanted to be our representative while still a citizen of a foreign country. I think he was granted citizenship because of his parents. I don't think he and applied he for it. And served in the army of a foreign government. What other senator has ever served in the army of a foreign well, government? Well, see, there was a guy He's named gotcha. Lafayette who served in the French army before he came over here and fought for our independence. Not the same thing, And we Joe. revere him, but, you During know, these foreigners... War, because he had to, not because he oh, chose to. No, he to. did not have to. Oh, no, Lafayette <laughs> chose to they come volunteered. here. He didn't volunteer. Yeah. Pulaski, another German who came over here yeah. from and, a foreign country. And they, and they were senators? And they got duly elected? They were. You're right. You're right, Joe. You absolutely make my point. Wait, they came here with, with, with an American citizen taking citizenship of another country and still a citizen of another country and he a was foreign army. Granted citizenship because of his parents. I realize the facts don't mean anything to you when it comes to Dr. Oz. All right. But, we're you know, way past they the are minute. facts. Nope, we got another call coming and, in, and, Eric. And we got to He go. didn't serve in the army? <laughs> Joe, he didn't serve in the army? He I did. don't care what he did in the, ar in the I army. I know you don't <laughs> care because it's, it doesn't fit your agenda. If it's, it's my agenda as a citizen of Pennsylvania. Well, for a I'm not going to elect Fetterman, anyone who is a citizen of a foreign government who who was served in their army. Well, Fetterman never served at all. He lived in his parents' no, basement. No, yes, he did. He <laughs> served in, in the volunteer in Vista. Well, not in the military. As a, as a uh, very low-paid uh, mayor. He's been serving in Pennsylvania since he's been an adult. <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Oz has he's, been on television since he... Since he apparently couldn't be a doctor anymore. He's still a doctor, whether you like and, it or and not. He's still, and he's still a citizen of Turkey. Oh, Eric, the we facts mean go. nothing. Look, he, this he, is supposed he, to he be a minute. You want to downplay the facts, and those are the facts. So we, no matter what happens tonight in the debate, because Dr. Oz will be a great debater. He's been on TV his whole career. <sighs> Mr. Freeman's been fighting for go. citizens of a very low 
low, uh, you know, economic area. So it's he hasn't over. been on TV in a whole lot. He's been fighting out there fighting. for people in the low economic well. area. There's a but campaign the slogan. Be the facts. We'll it's talk over. about that more tomorrow. My minutes, I'm so. fighting for people of a low economic area. Eric, are you happy you got three <laughs> minutes instead of one? <laughs> and uh, uh, Stan right. only I got argue, a minute I and 15 seconds. Anyway. I didn't argue with Stan. I argued with Eric. Okay, you, pro- you prolonged I prolonged the, the agony. Torture. Uh, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, come on. We're just I'm kidding, Eric. kidding, Eric. We're trying to have a little fun at your expense. Yeah. Nah, come on. That's not true either. All right. <laughs> we got two emails to read, but we'll take more comers on the telephone lines. We're talking about Oz Fetterman. What's so wrong with being a veteran if you want to be a U.S. senator, even if it is <laughs> the Turkish Army? <laughs> Talk about indefensible. Come on, Joe. Come on. Why does that matter to you? What is the Turkish Army a, a villainous group? You're sure they're members not, of NATO, are you, they not? You're sure he's not going to spy for the Russian government or for Turkey while he's here? Oh, while yeah. He's in I'm, Washington? Sure, I'm sure he's a, a really a okay, Joe, role for the Turkish government. You, you love some diabolical fiction movies that pop up or series. Could you not write a diabolical fiction series that starts out with a man who came from Turkey as a celebrity doctor and became a U.S. senator and began giving secrets to the Russians? That sounds like perfectly plausible to me. Did he come from Alabama with a banjo on his knee, too? <laughs> oh, Susanna, we got to take a break. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Now we have three emails pending, probably an ungodly known number of texts, since I haven't checked the uh, cockamamie machine yet. We're going to do that next, but we'll be right back. But call us now. It is the live telephone talk show. Call us now. You'll go right to the front of the line. All right, so there's no line. 1-800-795-9565. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Are you okay, buddy? Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 1-800-795-9565. We would love to hear from you today. I'm Mark Lawrence, very subpar, ultra-liberal host of the show. I portray a Democrat on the show. And our good conservative, actual Republican co-host is Joe McGranahan. Common sense conservatism with a little bit of bipartisan love in there. That's Joe, and he's mayor of Shemokin Dam. And he's also still on the Bar Association. Judicial Review thingamabob, so he helps to uh, get to do some of the initial research on uh, state judicial candidates here in Pennsylvania. And let's see, who am I? Program director here. Just, right. a, just a very bad liberal. There's no argument about that. All and right. We have a right. wait, wait, wait. Rob Center. Come oh, on. forgot Rob. Fabulous Rob. producer. Gosh, nobody gets on the air but through him, as they say. So uh, we appreciate his help and hard work. Okay, go ahead, sir. All right. And one of our emailers says. Hillary moved to New York purposefully to run for senator. She won. Perfect model of a carpetbagger. But Eric doesn't care about Democrat carpetbaggers. It's only a Republican he worries about. Well, I think carpetbagging is 
usually successful, correct? Most people who visit another area to run for senator end up winning. Seems to me Barack Obama moved to Illinois to run for senator. Oh, did he? <laughs> did he, what, didn't he live there? He lived there for a while. As Dr. Oz has lived here, you know, what's interesting is... Um, <laughs> Dr. Oz has never lived in Pennsylvania yes, a day in his life. he's living here now. Well, he bought a house down in <laughs> southeast Pennsylvania, but that, he but here's didn't his, live here's here. here's his story. Oz's parents were Turkish immigrants. They, he was raised in Wilmington, Delaware, where his father was a thoracic surgeon, not a leech living in the basement of somebody else's home. Who after, said that? After graduating from Harvard University, he earned an MD degree from from the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine and an MBA from the Wharton School of Business in 1986. During this time, Oz, who was a dual citizen of the United States and Turkey, served in the Turkish Army in order to maintain citizenship in that country. He subsequently conducted his residency in general surgery and cardiothoracic surgery at Columbia Presbyterian Medical Center in New York. In 1993, he became an attending surgeon at New York Presbyterian Hospital, Columbia University Medical Center. Center and an advocate of alternative medicine, Oz began incorporating hypnosis, meditation, acupuncture, and other non-Western treatments into his practice. So here's a man with tremendous accomplishments in his life. To be belittled by someone because, just because he happened to serve in the Turkish military to maintain his citizenship to help his parents. All right. John Carl Fetterman is an American politician who has served as the 34th Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania Living since 2019, a member of the Democratic Party. He served as Mayor Braddock from 2006 to 2019. He's a Democratic nominee for Senate, in case you haven't heard. Beginning his professional career in the insurance industry, Fetterman studied finance at Albright College and earned an MBA from the University of Connecticut. After the death of a close friend, he joined AmeriCorps and earned an MPP from Harvard. Uh, Fetterman's service. So they both what's went to M Harvard. What's an MPP? Um, Masters in Public Affairs or Masters in Public Administration for serving government or serving in communities. Masters in basement dwelling? Uh, I think it's a master's in public administration, but I don't know what the second P stands for. But it's something like that. It's to teach it how to be a good administrator for a municipality or a nonprofit or something. Look it up. Ma MPP, look it up. Hurry up. All right. <laughs> it's not member of parliament. Uh, what, what is it then? MPP. MPP from Harvard. See what it says about MPP. MPP, okay. Anyway, Fetterman's service with AmeriCorps led him to Braddock, where he moved in 20... It stands for Mechanical Protection Plan. Uh, okay, where he was elected mayor the next year as mayor. He sought to revitalize the former steel town. He ran for the U.S. Senate in... Oh, Pennsylvania Senate, I'm sorry, in 2016, finishing third in the Democratic primary. Ran for lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania in 2018, defeating a field of candidates that included Mike Stack, the... <laughs> incumbent Democrat and winning election with incumbent Governor Tom Wolf. It stands for Master of Public Policy. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, why didn't I think of that? Okay. Yep, so there you have Which it. Which means it's a degree in how to live off the dole of uh, being working for the government. Okay, says a man who lives off the dole of Shemokin Dam. Hey, I don't get a cent for being Mayor of Shemokin Dam. Well, <laughs> have you ever received a stipend? From Never. A, not from Shemokin Dam on Borough Council? Never. Not from... Uh, in Chambersburg, Chamb I was paid. Aha! <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> Chambersburg paid Living the council members. off the milk of the municipality. <laughs> right. 
reality. I, just, I, I depended it. on that $100 a month. Where was your parents' basement at that time? It was in Harrisburg. Aha. And but then, I didn't ever lived in the basement. I lived on the second floor. <laughs> they gave you And room. I moved out at age 19. All right. Upper right-hand corner and then the call. Okay. Isn't it funny how Eric spends so much time talking about someone whom he can't stand? Well, Eric's trying to get the information, the real information out about Dr. Fetterman. So Dr. He, Fetterman. There have, you go, calling him or, a doctor, doctor again. Oz. He'll get no rest until he's finished with that. Dave, you're on the mark. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. I just, uh, back, in, back in the day when I was in high school, we had a shooting club in the Sunbury High School. There was a shooting range in the basement of the old high school building, and nobody got hurt. <laughs> Well, men were men and girls were girls, and uh, let's see, Never the twain Gun, shall meet. guns were handled wisely. And um, what? Well, and when did rifle clubs go away? Did they go away because of safety, or just they went lack of interest? Probably liability. Yeah, that may be. I don't know because uh, I I graduated in 1963, so sometime after that, they went away. Okay. And plus, everybody that drove a pickup truck to school had their rifle hanging in the window. <laughs> right, you could do that then. Can't really do that now. It'd be a big theft issue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks good for calling. Point. In. Thank you for calling. All right. Let's see, here's an email or text rather. Fetterman is a leech. That's in capital letters. The, that's why I yelled. On the taxpayers and his parents. He has never done anything to support himself. Lieutenant Governor is just another leech position. Or keech position. Well, I assume you meant leech. I assume so, too. Uh, let's see. Fetterman has done zero good service for Pennsylvania. He's been a leech on the taxpayers. Another leech. Seems to be a common thread. Uh, well, yeah, Letterman, and the, the, everybody Fetterman spells the leech. leech wrong. <laughs> leech is spelled L-E-E-C-H, not L-E-A-C-H, like Cloris Leach Leachman. Leech L-E-A-C-H is... Is uh, something that uh, secretes and flows out. Oh, something great! Else. Something that ebbs Leachate. and flows. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, Mark. Common sense gun laws. When a person using a gun in a crime, they should be ended immediately. That's common sense. <laughs> Death penalty for right. anybody that uses a gun. <laughs> okay. Well, unfortunately, we don't do that, so we never. We still have this issue. All right. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready to go with E.B. here. One of the smartest women in the world. Send us another well, email. And we have been referring to E.B. as a man, I guess, because. We have so many angry men on the program. We just assumed E.B. was an angry man, but E.B. tells us she's an angry woman. She does not say that. You say that. No, she says, I've noticed you I often refer to me as perfectly rational, intelligent on the show. Woman. For the record, I'm a woman. Okay, E.B., we stand corrected. One of the things, this is from E.B., one of the things that annoys me most about conservatives, aside from the sickening racism, of course, is <laughs> all, I love that, all conservatives are racist. Well, if you support Donald Trump, you are racist. Oh, my. Is how much they love being wrong. Case in point, critical race theory. I can't tell you how many times I've asked conservative friends, family members, and co-workers what CRT states, only to have them reply with some variation of CRT teaches that it's bad to be white. Of course, CRT says nothing of the sort. Anyone with a computer could Google it and get the real answer in two minutes. So, the set the rec to set the record straight for your right-wing listeners, CRT does not not say it's bad to be white, 
or that all white people are oppressors. It simply says that institutions like the criminal justice system, the housing market, and the labor market may produce different outcomes for people of different races. A black person may earn less than a white person for the same job. For example, it's as simple as that. I wonder how many conservative OTM listeners will believe the truth and get more information, and how many of them will ignore it so they can continue to be angry about something they refuse to understand. Sadly, I suspect I know yeah, absolutely. the answer. Do not confuse us with the facts. Our minds are made up. Right. <laughs> Thank you, E.B. Very good letter. Yeah, and CRT is sort of an academic exercise. It is certainly possible in our schools there's something that folks, that if everybody scrutinized it objectively, they wouldn't like it the way that race is presented, but nobody's teaching critical race theory to elementary school kids. No, they're just they're gender not. changing them because that's okay. Right. They do surgery right in the nurse's office, that's right? That's what nope. I'm thinking. That's what you're hearing. That's okay. what you're going to support. Okay. Right. The truth has nothing to do with this show. It's all based on Republican boogeymen. Except for Eric when he calls in with Democratic boogeymen. All right. All right. Uh, listening to Joseph rehash the sexual misconduct allegations against Biden was an example of how MAGA cult members can ignore the immoral, misogynistic behavior of their dear leader. He's in the midst of a trial for rape right now, one of many allegations he's faced. He was Jeffrey Epstein's best wingman. He was with Stormy Daniels while Melania was home with their newborn son. Open your eyes. Take off the blinders. See this man for what he's shown you. <laughs> Another smart woman out there. Thank you. Uh, sends us the email. All right. One more, Joe. Then Joe says he receives no pay for being mayor. I've always said, pay a man what he's worth. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tom. Come on now. Now that was rude. Well, I expect that from Tom. But you do it for community service and altruism. And well, to, I don't do it for the money, that's for and sure. And <laughs> to uh, give your wife some respite time at home while right. you're at meetings. She always says to me, why don't you find something to do outside the house? So, so. <laughs> Isn't there like a borough meeting or something? You can't, can you go go home? can't you go out for a while? <laughs> All right. And don't I watch do. me do this. I am. I'm watching you do it very closely. All right. I'm good. 1-800-795-9565. That's our toll-free hotline number. The View yesterday was very interesting. The panel erupted on Senator Ted Cruz Monday after he confronted the hosts about election deniers and political violence on the left. The Republican was initially heckled by environmental protesters in the audience before co-host Alyssa Farah Griffin grilled him about the January 6th Capitol riot and whether he viewed President Biden as legitimately, legitimately elected. Cruz confirmed that Biden was the president before calling out The View and the media for giving Democrats a pass on floating stolen election claims. He said there are a lot of folks in the media that try to, any time a Republican is in front of a TV camera, to say the election was fair and square and legitimate. You know who y'all don't do that to. You don't say it to Hillary Clinton, who stood up and said Trump stole the election. You don't do it to Stacey Abrams, who said the election was stolen. They sat here and said it was illegitimate, and you guys were fine with it, he said. But before Cruz could finish speaking, the host tried to talk over him. Of course, they don't want to hear free speech. Whoopi Goldberg said, that's right, it was, after Cruz cited Clinton and Abrams' statements about stolen races. So they believed that the races were stolen from Clinton and Abrams, but not from Donald Trump. Gee, isn't that kind kind of hypocritical. Cruz confronted Goldberg on her apparent hypocritical Would stance, saying, oh, so it's legitimate when Republicans win, but not when Democrats win. He asked before she cut in again. 
Goldberg, uh, Goldberg argued that it was different for Democrats because they, quote, don't storm, referring to the January 6th Capitol riot. We don't do that, she insisted, to which Cruz responded, what happened, to, what about all those riots in, among Antifa uh, in, in cities across the country where burning and police cars were being fired upon? And, of course, she said she never heard of an Antifa riot. What? Yeah, she never did. Well, so, Antifa's whole purpose is to be disruptive at otherwise calm events. I think that's their modus operandi, I believe. So I think this is pretty pretty interesting. That Ted, First of all, that Ted Cruz would bear the lion in his den by going on The View. Well, but he wants to be president, so he's got well, to be seen pushing, in front he, of he Democrats. Well, pushing a book. <laughs> Well, I mean, he wants to be president. He's pushing a book so that he can become president. I guess so. But, you know, from our standpoint, I, I think there's a certain amount of hypocrisy here. You know, they, Stacey Abrams, oh, it's okay. The election was stolen from her. The election was stolen from Hillary. Re- refresh but my memory stole about Donald Trump. Let me refresh my memory about Hillary Clinton's claims that the election was stolen. She came right out and said it. Why? I mean, how so? I don't know exactly. She didn't have any more evidence that it was stolen than Donald Trump had that it was stolen. Okay. From. Actually, I think he may have had more evidence. Well, you know, but but she he doesn't won, have any evidence. But she won the popular <laughs> vote. That's their argument. She won the popular vote, but Donald Trump oh, won I the see. electoral Oh, I got you. But the election process still event, invent, yeah, elected Donald Trump. I got right. you. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'll take another quickie break. If you would like to weigh in on these topics, uh, Hillary Clinton claiming that the election was stolen, The View, Ted Cruz enjoying Whoopi Goldberg for lunch, or any other topic, uh, Dr. Oz being... That would be a big lunch. Carpet She's gained quite a bit of weight. Oh, okay. And that Not body shaming her. I'm just saying Whoopi used to be very thin and trim. Too late. All right. <laughs> um, one of our listeners, upper right-hand corner, Joe. I understand you have a limited number of words for emails, but EB's letters seem to go past the limit. 100 words. Yeah, it probably was more than 100 words. I, I think if That's there's no text. callers waiting. There's wait- a limit on a text. We don't have Well, no, we real. used to say 100 words. Did we? Per, well, but we haven't really enforced it, lady. Mostly because most of our best emailers, EB and the smartest woman in the world, um, uh, send emails that are significantly longer than 100. And you got to read the whole thing. Well, we've had conservatives send us long ones, too. Right. And read. if we, well, that's the smartest woman in the world. And so the... Um, uh, limit hasn't been observed. If there's no callers and we don't have any other emails or texts, we try to get through them. So. Right. Sometimes we don't read them at all because we don't have time. Right. Uh, we we still have one from M.E. that is hanging around with the AOC moniker on it that we haven't read yet. We should. I think we're being bad men for not reading it. Well, maybe we can correct that after the break. But we have a call. Oh, all right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I had to break. Tom, stand by. We'll be right back. Heckle and Jekyll. Hecklers. Heckle and Jekyll. Remember them? Yes. The crows. They were crows. Okay. Heckle and Jekyll. Well, I thought they were like mockingbirds or magpies they were or crows. something. crows. All right. Isn't a magpie a crow? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. What? <laughs> Statler and Waldorf Yay. test their memory. Guess what? We fail. We fail. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We're hoping our good caller Tom has a good memory and a good comment. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yes, I'm not going to talk about heckle and Jekyll. I'll let those guys alone for a second. I uh, just wanted to bring up a few weeks ago there was a very good, lively discussion on one of your shows concerning the reporting by various different media, radio, television, etc., on how they report the news. And general consensus was. 
that the news should be reported, period, not try to editorialize or convince a listener of something else. And I throw that out because I heard this morning talking about the shooting in St. Louis that happened uh, yesterday. It was reported by the police and the investigating team so far that the assailant used a long gun. Now, on your show this morning, we heard one or two of you guys mentioning all of a sudden it was assumed it was an assault rifle. There again, reporting of the facts was, as stated when the investigation has started, it was a long gun. Now we're hearing an opinion that it's a, an assault weapon. Actually, it I may- said I said it was a long gun. That's the reporting I heard yeah, that's this a morning. quote. But they also, right. uh, CBS but, reported but, that uh, he had 30 magazines, or no, a dozen 30-round magazines, which they don't go in most long guns. They go in some sort of an AR-type gun. But we don't know that for sure, Mark. What I'm saying is report what the facts are as opposed to an opinion. Uh, and I, it may turn out it was an assault rifle. I, I can agree with that. But as of right now, it was reported as a Tom, long gun. Tom, we're not reporters. We're opinionators. <laughs> this is an opinion show. This is where opinions go rampant. You've heard the callers and you've heard the things I've said. And Joe says opinions rule on this show. We don't try to do an hour and a half of uh, documentable fact. We explain what we think happening in the world and what we think should happen and what did happen or what our view is. And uh, So yeah, that's, that's why we're saying that it probably was an AR-type gun because of the magazines, because we, uh, we speculate on this show, and then we argue about should ARs be legal. Do you think ARs should be legal, Tom? Yes, they do. Okay, we'll including see. the one that I is in locked in my gun cabinet right now. Good for you. All right, fantastic. I do not have one, but maybe someday. Well, you will. Never, yeah. never <laughs> know. There's All only, right, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank, you. thank you, Tom. Thank, thank you so much for calling in. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One of our listeners says, "Eb, the Democrats are the party of racism." So please look in the mirror. That's true. Oh, is it? Okay, thank you. Joe thinks that's funny. Dennis, you're on the mark. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I um, want to switch gears with the conversation a little bit. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the news reports. WNAP did a long story the other day about how home heating oil is in a terrible shortage at the moment. Uh, northeastern uh, U.S., new- yeah, not here. Um, well, WNAP showed that the local ones up in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, that they're um, only allowed to deliver 100 gallons or 150 gallons. That's it. Oh, okay. And they, they, had, they showed that. And Fox News did a huge report this morning about it and said that, you know, and the cost of 150 gallons, I think they said, comes out to almost $1,100 at the current oh, cost. And I said, 150 gallons, we had you know, oil heat at one time in Connecticut, and gosh, that only in the cold weather lasts probably three weeks, 150 gallons, if that, depending on your thermostat, and and they were talking about this, and um, one of the reports also mentioned how diesel fuel is very low, we're only got like one-third of our needs at this point in time, I said, that's odd, because you know, that sets us up for a food shortage and a product shortage if truckers can't get their diesel fuel. And, and it just seems so strange that, you know, it's not strange. We know what's going on right now with this whole oil thing. But, you know, our elderly who on fixed incomes is always my grief about this is that, you know, how are they going to afford $1,100, let alone, 
you know, some people have 250-gallon tanks, and you fill them three or four times during a cold winter season, you know? It, the cost is astronomical. People are not going to be able to heat. You know, I worry that there will be a lot more, you know, home fires this year because people are going to try to keep themselves warm. And then the odd part about it was the commercial came on on Fox right after they're talking about these shortages. Oh, come sign up for the new Chevy Silverado electric vehicle. Says it gets uh, it goes zero to sixty in four seconds. You get four hundred miles, and of course, on a charge. They didn't say if you're hauling, though. I don't know if that would make a difference. But they says and ten thousand people already signed up for them, and the price of that new pickup is one hundred and seven thousand dollars. And I'm like, hmm. And they got ten thousand people. I said, there they're complaining about, you know, oil and heat and shortages and people scraping, and then they're advertising a $107,000 car or truck vehicle. Well, plus the fact electricity isn't cheap. Charging those cars is going to be expensive. Yeah. And Cadillac just came out with one. I think it's called the Sustique. It's with a C letter. Sustique. It has an odd name. $600,000 for a car that gets 300 miles on the charge. I'm like, what? I, I, it's like if you talk about the dichotomy in society of the haves and the have-nots, we were certainly making a demarcation today. I mean, they're, sh they're showing people are going to probably be cold, short of food, and then they're advertising these vehicles that are out of sight. I don't know. I'm just observing this stuff, and I'm thinking, wow. Well, if we had fuel, incredible. if President Biden hadn't cut the Keystone Pipeline and all oh, the other brother. things he did Here we go. for energy on day one, we wouldn't have this <laughs> don't problem. Don't let the facts get involved in the show, Joe, whatever no, you do. No, you don't. You let the facts get involved in the show. I mean, they <laughs> are irrefutable. That's funny. All right. Well, anyway, uh, you know, we, we're fighting over all this for, you know, the, the election process coming up, and, and it is a major key. You know, inflation, oil, everything, but... There's got to be an answer soon. It's almost like it's, you know, it's almost like how would you say a derision of duty that the this to happen to America at this point in time, especially when we're sitting on, you know, so much natural gas in Pennsylvania and so much oil in this country. And I don't know. I have no easy answer. But well, we were next. Well, you know, the bottom line, and Mark doesn't like hearing these facts. We were exporters of energy during the Trump years, right, and we had during, plenty of our own. Well, during the pandemic, not under normal. No, circumstances. under normal circumstances, we were an exporting nation under mm. Donald Trump's policies. Mm. Now, yeah. under Biden, yeah. we're begging mm. dictators and despots of all sizes and Joe. types who have oil to give it to us. Well, the bottom line is, with me is I, I guess, just encourage everyone to vote with their conscience on this issue, you know. All right, we got you. Thank yep. you so Thank much, you, Dennis. Dennis. Much appreciated. Yep. Always good to have a common sense call, as Mark always said was a, when a liberal calls in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have one caller waiting, but we'll, uh, we got enough to go. All right. We'll just hit the button. Here we go. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Uh, Heckle and Jekyll's creator, Paul Terry, clarified the duo as a pair of yellow-billed magpies, not crows. Okay, you ready? They're crows. <laughs> Lawrence remembered something that Joe didn't. It was bound to happen eventually. You're a magpie. After 906 years of together, magpie. Mark remembered something and Joe didn't. Okay. What do you got to say? I still think a magpie is a crow. Okay. Bob, you're on the mark. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, here we I go. Guess, I guess <laughs> I figured out what the two P's stand for in his doctorate. Actually, it's a master's degree. Oh, master's he's a master. Public he's policy. A master, he's a master pothead parasite. <laughs> pothead parasite. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> well, hey. What does, what does one other, that one other thing with? I got for Eric, he was railing yesterday about the intimidation of the voters. It's been a, a constant situation in Philadelphia that the Black Panthers have stood in front of voting precincts intimidating white voters. That's not just a one-time situation. It they don't, occurred What do they do? Times. I mean, do they shout at them or yell at them? Or are they just present? What's, describe this scene a little bit. They block the entrance with ball bat. Oh, that's not good. No, that's not good. Because they know there's whites coming to vote? When the whites show up okay. to vote. And the city allows that? Uh, well, obviously. Well, I'm sure there's probably a finding of fact that needs to happen here. But anyway, you may continue. Finding of fact. What, what, what do you need to know? It's very obvious. That all you have to do is Google it. Okay. Yep. What else? I guess that'll do it for today. Well, that what was is that, uh, M- MPP, Master of Pothead and what? Pothead, Parasite. Parasite. Pothead, parasite. parasite, your favorite phrase. Okay. That's, that's why That's why your, your Democrat caller that... Uh, Got an MPP that, from <laughs> Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> Masters of Pothead and Parasite. That's, that's why your caller that calls in defending, defending him all the time, it's uh, kind of his peer group. Could be MBD, Master of Basement Dwelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the same, you know, I, I think probably the Joe could be the definitions. MBC, Master of Butthead well. Conservatism. <laughs> How about that? How about, now I can't up, up from there because you use the word butt. I can't top that. Okay. And well, still stay on the air. Use your imagination. <laughs> just, just, a, just a question to Mark, okay? What? What what is your real reason for backing Fetterman? Oh, I think he's a Democrat. He's going to be able to stand up for good Democratic policies. He's pro-life or pro-choice, and he's going to be... He'll be, he'll be a perfectly good senator, and just like I think Oz will be a perfectly good senator, I don't think that you know he's going to turn out to be a spy for Turkey or anything else. He'll probably be a perfectly good, pretty reliable Republican vote, probably use some common sense. He might be like a Toomey, you know, turn out to have a mind of his own. You never know. You well, never I, know. I, I wasn't, he wasn't, Oz wasn't my first choice, well, and I hope he turns out like Trump wasn't my first choice either, but... 
he turned out quite remarkable as far as I'm concerned. That's one way to put it. Yep, absolutely. Amen. All right, thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in, Bob. Take care, yep. Bob. Much appreciate it. Incidentally, right, now, now let re- wait a second. We've got to put an end to this oh. insanity all at one time here. Magpies and crows are the same family. Right, the same family. Well, yeah, they Smiths, are the same. Smith and Jones are the same. No, er, they're not. J- Smith and Jones. <laughs> they're from the same wing of the party. All right, anyway. Read crows some, and magpies right, are the same. If you won't. Unless <laughs> the, the gun, gun used, used in St. Louis, Louis was, was a full auto, auto it was not, not an assault, assault weapon. weapon. <laughs> Next one. Go. Okay, if Trump would change his law about the stolen election, he would be prosecuted for admittedly lying. But we can't let the lawless people get elected. All right, 150 characters you went over there. Then EB, equality and equity are two different things. CRT pushes equity. The only equity that will happen is everyone is equally miserable, and that is their goal. CRT doesn't push anything. It's just a method of studying something. It doesn't encourage no, it, it an outcome. Advocates. Yes, it, it does. does. It does not advocate. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Don't be silly. And EB, the Democrats are the party... Oh, we already read that, the party racism. Okay, and then the letter. And then it says, if anyone wanted to watch something trashy on television last night, they should have the video on Fox showing people from AOC's district calling her out. AOC merely mocked them for her from her vantage point at the front of the auditorium or gym that they were in by slithering around in some kind of dance movement. Yeah, she looked great. Very good. She's Nothing she's got but great unprofessional rhythm. trashy actions on the part of a pile of trash like her. Oh, that's nice. I'm Very surprised. Nice. I'm surprised. I'm trying to read this. I know, but to call her that, I mean, really, if you don't like her actions, that's fine. Let's not resort to basement gutter name-calling. What's that? Calling somebody tra- a pile of trash? And from a person basement. of faith, no less. This is how we love our neighbor, calling him a pile I'm of trash. I'm surprised the meeting did not result in a brawl because some of those attendees were standing up, pointing their fingers at her while they were yelling about her lack of care for them and the country. Luckily, she had bodyguards around her. What a mess she is. There you go. Loving your neighbor. Thank you. Wanting to... Peace, love, and brotherhood to you. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll shoot for somebody from CBS. No, don't use the word shoot. Okay, we'll try for CBS. This is WKOK Sunbury.